Are you tired of making decisions that don't reflect who you are or where you want to be? Life is busy and worry, stress, trying to keep up with the shoulds and need tos, and the constant pressure to please others just pulls you away from being you and doing you. Well, welcome to Coffee with the Universe with Laura Goldstein, a coming home to yourself. As a psychotherapist, professional psychic, spiritual teacher, influential speaker, and adventurer, we'll have fun and practical conversations around how to know and listen to the soul part of yourself. During this live call-in show, Laura will engage the real you with card pulls, share guidance from the universe, and help you let go of the past so you can make choices that reflect your greater purpose to be who you were created to be. Grab your favorite cup of joe, come sit down with Laura, and let's start the journey. Coffee with the Universe starts now. Hello, hello, and welcome to Coffee with the Universe, where we talk different ways to come back to yourself and to spirit, to give yourself permission to be and do who you truly are and create inner peace. I'm your host, Laura Goldstein. And today we're going to be talking about how, what is going on. And my cat just showed up, which is like perfect for today's topic with uh, Ginny. But uh, my uh, little Giovanni loves to be on, on Zoom in the center of attention here. Um, so today's show, we're going to talk about how what's going on on the inside directly impacts what we're experiencing on the outside. So if you have a lot of chaos or what seems like drama in your world um, and or your pets too might be acting up because we're going to talk about we're going to bring our, our furry friends in today. Um, then there's probably something going on on the inside that you aren't aware. My guest today is Ginny Brannon, and we've known each other, what, for like four years? Yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah. And I think we I think we met like in a Facebook group or something. Um, I'm yeah. not quite sure. Yeah, it's a long time. <laughs> I'm not sure how that happened, but I brought Ginny on today. She does work with animals, so her work is still supporting energy and energetic well-being, but she works with our furry friends. And being a cat owner of three cats, I have used her services many a time, called her up and be like, oh my God, my cat is doing this. What the hell does that mean? Uh, so, so I brought her in today because we can talk about our inside energy from a human perspective, what are we creating outside of us that we don't like, but then we could also talk about it from a pet perspective. What is my quote human doing that I am either unhappy with or I feel the negative energy and therefore I am acting out. So we got a little bit of human stuff, a little bit of pet stuff and a whole lot of fun today. All right, uh, Jenny, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks, Lori. It's such a pleasure to be here. Um, I can't believe it's been that long that we've known each other. Um, but I'm an animal communicator and energy healer for animals and people too. And basically what I do is I'm able to intuitively connect with uh, pets and figure out what's going on from their perspective and how they view the world. 
And then what that does for their people is it helps to figure out if you're struggling with a behavior problem or a situation, it helps to release those blocks that might be there that you just don't quite know what's going on. And the advantage of working with someone like me is that um, I'm a third party. So I'm, you know, it's kind of like being a counselor or a therapist a little bit, like I'm separate from the problems. So my perspective is able to look at everything from a little bit of a bigger point of view, and then really witness what's going on exactly for the pet. And a lot of times we are able to get to the bottom, the bottom of a problem really easily um, when we just understand what the pet's point of view is on it. So um, it can have a lot of benefits helping our pets be happier, helping resolve behavior challenges and just connecting the pet owner on a much deeper level um, with how their pet feels and what they think about their life together. All right, so let's, well, before we dive in, I just want to remind everybody that this is a live call-in show. So if you're interested in um, presenting a issue, like I don't really know what's going on inside of me, but this is what is happening outside of me, please feel free to call in today. Or if you're watching this live on Facebook, you can use the Facebook chat because we will support you in figuring out, hey, what is that thing going on on the inside so that I can do something about it so my outside world changes. So just keep that in mind as we go through and, and talk more. All right, so let's talk about this whole concept of like, you aren't an island, everything is, is connected. Just from a general perspective, I mean, not even referring to particular people or events or pets, everything is connected. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And the interesting thing is with our pets, everyone has their own energy presence and our pets are no exception and they feel our energy presence. I mean, most people know that our pets are super sensitive. Their hearing is more sensitive. They're sensitive to smells a lot more than we are and they're very sensitive to energy. And so we're all very connected, um, even through space and time, like that doesn't matter when you have a relationship, um, you know, you feel often what the other person or being feels. And you can tell if your dog or cat is sad sometimes or, you know, upset, like oftentimes you can tell that. And that's because we're all connected. We are, and we're also made up of energy. I think a lot of times, I know that people listening here on Transformation Talk Radio um, already have this awareness that we are energy, but a lot of times as an energy worker, and you probably can relate to this, we talk about energy and energetic feelings and vibrations and stuff. And people are like, huh, what? You know, energy, ah, that's kind of hogwash. But the reality is, is we are made up of energy. All of us, our cells reproduce. There is no little guy with a string in our heart, like pulling it to, to beat our heart. You know, it's, it's an energetic pulse. Our brain works on synapses. So from a very basic, just biological level, we are energy. And it's, it's our energy that allows us to be alive. Yeah. So, we can, so we can be that energetic being, but we can also hold energy on the inside based on what we're experiencing. Yeah, so we are totally energetic beings and there's lots of scientific research that can actually measure the energy that we give off and we actually have like it can be measured outside of our body. So like there's scientific research that shows the validity of that. 
And the thing is that our own internal energy can get kind of stuck sometimes and get stagnant. You know, if we're struggling with a problem or situation, we end up holding on to it and everything around us is aware of that. It can every, all of the energetic beings can feel that kind of that issue when something gets a little caught up. I speak on our inner trash can a lot. Like when I'm working with clients or I'm just writing, uh, you know, blog posts, I talk about this, this inner trash can that we have and this trash can holds all of the feelings and, and just whatever's inside of us. And at some point we have to release and empty the trash. So when we talk about an inner state. That's kind of what we're talking about here. It's what are you holding on the inside that is negatively impacting you. So we're really talking about negative emotions here. Cause if you are like joyful and grateful and all warm and fuzzy on the inside, then that means everybody else outside of you is, you know, going to feel that warm fuzziness and your pets are going to be happy and harmonious. So <laughs> we're basically talking about, you know, the negative, you know, crappy kind of emotions here. Yeah. Those are the ones that end up stuck. And I think our cultural conditioning um, causes us to end up like holding on to that, you know, joyful emotions are easy to deal with, but I think a lot of us feel like they're fleeting. And so what we're left with is what's hanging around in the trash can that we haven't taken out. <laughs> it just gets stuck. I like what you said about, um, like societal implications. What do you mean by that? I feel like a lot of times, um, you know, when you meet somebody like, how are you doing today? Fine. Like, we end up sort of, it becomes normal for us to not be in a really great state. And I think it's because we're not taking out the trash enough. We're not letting go and processing those emotions. And so everybody ends up in this sort of like low key, not great, you know, kind of level where we're, none of us are really processing that negative stuff and moving it on. I also think there's a little bit of an attitude where we don't share what we're feeling. Like the example you gave, how are you doing? Fine. Even if things are falling apart, it's like, I'm fine. I'm good. And you know, those words don't really mean anything like good is not a feeling, uh, but we don't express, you know, we're, we're taught not to express that because when we feel something negative, it can be a sign of weakness. So we do tend to keep it all on the inside and not want to share that with other people. What's truly going on. So we talk about our inner state, it's that trash can. And the external state then is like the people, the events, our pets, those things around us that are directly impacted by what's going on. So I find a lot of people that have drama, like a lot of drama on the inside, have the same amount of drama on the outside. Yeah, I think as energetic beings, there's no way to hide or cover like what's going on energetically is vibrating. People can feel that and our pets feel it on the outside. And so when we when we are when we're vibrating with all that on trash can on the inside, you know, too much trash is getting full. And then we meet someone, you know, it's like you meet someone and they say they're fine, but you're like, mm, I don't I don't think you're fine. Our pets know that, too. You know, they totally can pick up on that. Even if we don't say anything, you know, we don't have language with them. They don't ask us how our day went, but they still know. They absolutely know how that feels. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you're not, you're not fine. <laughs> not one bit. 
Um, all right, so we're gonna take a short break. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about what does chaos really look like? I wanna get into some specifics. I mean, this is really important. If you are tired of you know struggling or feeling overwhelmed, then by really paying attention and following what we're going to talk about in this show will help you to make some tweaks and adjustments so that you can get a different external result. So this stuff is really important. And a lot of times things are hidden. Uh, we, we think we're good on the inside, but we're really not. It can be a little deceptive. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit more when we come back from the break. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web, drdarvish.com. What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Tune into the energy paradigm each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com with Dr. Vic. The energy paradigm is an eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative and earth-shattering way to live, work and do business that will enable you to unlock your magic every day. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com Has your kindness been used against you? Are you ready to clear the confusion and reconnect with your power? then it's time to become Toxic Person Proof. Join Toxic Relationship Specialist Sarah K. Ramsey as she gives you the secrets to rebuilding and rebranding your life after a toxic person encounter. It's time to get past the past, get real about the present, and get serious about your future. For more information, visit sarahkramsey.com. Do you sometimes feel overwhelmed by your mind? Powerless when it seems to spin in worry circles or bombard you with self-critical thoughts? Do you want to learn how to master your mind and feel more in control of your life? Listen to Dr. Friedman's Empowerment Radio. Shift from confusion to clarity, self-doubt to confidence, and from anxiety to peace and balance. Dr. Friedman and his many guest experts share the insights and tools you want to live with greater ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in to Empowerment Radio every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. All right, welcome back. Just a reminder, if you have a pet problem or you have a human problem where you have some chaos on the inside, you don't quite know what's going on on the inside, please feel free to join us on the show. You can call in 1-800-930-2819, or if you're watching on Facebook, you can use the Facebook chat to type your question or describe a little bit what's going on, Ginny, and or I would love to chat with you, so give us a call. 
All right, so let's dive a little bit into what interstates look like. What, what exactly goes on? And maybe you can give some examples as to what you see, um, but let's dive in because I think some people don't realize that they have a chaotic interstate. Yeah, um, I'm gonna use a lot of personal examples here because this is really this is really where I gained my experience and started finally having the aha moments through this that um, I was going through a pretty kind of rough move in my life where I had to move and I didn't know where I was going to go. And um, I, like we mentioned earlier, I thought I was dealing okay. I thought I was doing all right. And then my dog started fighting. And of course, at the time, I'm like, oh, this is just one more thing I don't want to have to deal with, you know, like it's the last thing I want to deal with. But when it would took a reflection of a good friend to be like, ah, hey, you know, there might be a connection here. And so, you know, when you're dealing with major life events, um, you know, moves, uh, stressful job situation with managers, uh, spouse stress, financial stress, pandemic stress. Um, it can even be something like planning, like an upcoming vacation that you're really trying to get, you know, all the details lined up and you have to take care of the dog and the kids and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Like any of that kind of stuff is, is a lot to deal with energetically. And so that can have a spillover effect into the rest of our life. Stress is a great word, and I want to talk a little bit more about that because there is a line between stress and anxiety. And I think that, again, going back to some societal messages around stress, it's almost like we are expected to have this so much that there are some people that are so full of anxiety that they believe it's normal that this is just the way that they are supposed to be. And when you think about messages of, well, you need to, to work like a dog to make enough money. You need to make sure all your kids are attending every single event that is every activity that's known to kid activities. Um, you need to make sure that you take care of your house and you clean and you manage things and you know, take care of your family members and your, it's like, there is all these expectations of what your life needs to look like that sometimes you wake up in the morning already in a stress state, but that has truly become a norm for you. Yeah. I think that's a great point because I think our culture believes that is normal. And for me, I didn't realize how much anxiety I had until my dog started fighting. I had no idea that that was the energy I was putting off. If you had asked me, I wouldn't have said I was an anxious person. I didn't know. And so sometimes that's how it ends up happening is someone else or some other event has to happen to sort of show us what's really going on. Um, but yeah, when you've got the internal and external states happening, and on top of that, the cultural pressure to perform to certain standards and, and meet certain expectations. Um, it's a lot. And we put a lot of self pressure on ourselves. I think it's, it's sort of self-inflicted, but it's a cultural, it's a cultural norm. It is the, the word that I hate the most, like in the entrepreneurial world is hustle. Like I see that all the time, hustle and make, you know, your first, you know, three months of X, you know, and it's just like, 
I, I don't want to hustle that is stressful and it depletes your health. And then I get all stressed out. And then the people around me get all stressed out. I don't want to hustle. That word drives me crazy. Um, but again, it just kind of reiterates that this is what is expected of us. We really have to work hard and be busy all the time. And to wake up already feeling stressed and anxious and overwhelmed and not really realizing it, that like sets the tone and foundation for the rest of your day. So, I mean, you're up, you're cranky and already, you know, frazzled. So your kids get up, they're, you know, feeding off of you and then they're cranky and irritable. And then you have your animals acting up. It's like that sets the tone for your day and, and everything else around you, all the people that interact with you. Um, that's kind of why I created my, my morning magic course, to, you know, that coffee with the universe, uh, take time to ease into your day, to connect to yourself, to connect to spirit, so you're calm and focused. I mean, that's the whole premise behind doing that is that so people don't carry this, this stress and this overwhelm with them all throughout the day. Yeah, it's a, it's a funny observation because um, obviously animals have their own innate characteristics. You know, dog breeds, certain dog breeds are predisposed to certain things. We can't get away from that. But it's funny because a lot of times people will tell me, you know, oh, I have this issue with my dog. And then they start listing the other things that are going on in their lives. And I'm like, well, no wonder your dog is anxious. Like, <laughs> it clearly comes through how our pets end up mirroring the energy that we have. The reverse is also true. I mean, I've seen amazing people, you know, you, you watch somebody who walks their dog down the street and the dog is just calm and laid back and you can tell the person's calm and laid back. Like you can see when you start observing other people, you can see how that shows up and our pets are, they're so good at reflecting that stuff back to us. And now I use it as like a check-in, like, oh, hey, maybe my energy's a little off when, you know, I go to catch my horse and my horse is running around like crazy. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, how am I approaching this? You know, so the day that the, when the dogs run away and won't come back, like, it's a little bit of a message. If the cat's hiding all the time, uh, you know, that's some feedback, you know, and, and too often I hear people write it off as like, oh, well, he just doesn't come back. He's just really bad at training or, you know, my horse just doesn't like to be ridden. So he runs away. I'm like, well, I think he doesn't like to be ridden by you, but maybe. So, you know, they reflect it. They totally reflect it back to us. It's interesting because sometimes even our physicality um, gets a little bit or like gives us a message too about what's going on again it's all connected so as you were talking i was just thinking about uh this this client that i was working with and she she actually came because she was having knee problems it was more a physical thing which is kind of odd because i that's usually not why people come to me first it's usually you know i'm you know my life I, i'm not being i'm not doing something like that not like my knee hurts but it was interesting because she felt stuck inside from being able to make a decision about which way to go. Her knee was freezing up and she was like having problems 
walking with this and everything around her was becoming stagnant like things were breaking in her house and she's like the repairs are taking so long like we can't move forward from these things and I was like huh well there's a common theme you know that's going on not just internally but like your knee is also you know joining in on the party and things you know in your outer world are experiencing the same so I bet if she had a pet and we didn't go there because because that's not my thing. But if she had a pet, I'm like, <laughs> I'd have been like, um, is your pet stagnant too? Is your pet like you can't get him out the door to like go for a walk or, you know, go to the bathroom or whatever. Um, but it's, just, it's uncanny how things like that happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's funny, because we can get stuck in a cycle where and th this is what I often see with people is, you know, it becomes a chicken and the egg scenario. Like who knows where it really started, but you know, they'll come to me because the dog is driving them crazy because they won't stop barking. And then it's like, well, I start looking at the bigger picture and it's like, well, then they're, they're really anxious and tied up and, you know, like all tied up about it and stuck with it. And then the dog keeps barking and then they stay anxious and the dog keeps barking. And like, we get stuck in these loops where it's like, we can't, can't see our way out anymore and it's it's not fun i mean that's exactly why i hired people to help me years and years ago for the same problem you know but we have the ability to make the changes and when we can objectively look at things that's when we can start to open up room for another possibility well and as humans we have the ability to do that but as pets not so much i mean as an animal you are basically, and in a child, you're basically at the mercy of whoever your guardian is. Totally. That's where I, you know, you're, you are your whole world to your pet. They, they just can't escape it. You know, they're stuck in it with you. And, you know, when, when we don't give them any other options, they can't get away from whatever our mess is. So they don't really get the choice to be able to change it themselves because we um, we are everything to them. They live with us all day. You know, we may leave to go to work, but then we come right back home. You know, they don't get to go to work or to get out of our own space and our energy. And that's that's all the option they have. Yeah, and you think about it, your kids don't either. Well, I mean, depending on the age, you know, if they're teenagers and they're more self-sufficient, then they have ability to maybe, you know, leave the house or whatnot. But your smaller kids don't have that ability. So when your children too are seeming to be, um, you know, anxious and overwhelmed and, you know, they can't focus on stuff, it's a good idea to take a good look at, at am I reflecting that same energy? Where am I feeling unfocused and scattered? And if you think about even in the workplace, sometimes we have the option, like if we have a boss that we know is um, irritable and you can kind of sense that unhappy energy, you know, you might have the ability to keep your distance from that person, but sometimes you can't. If it's a, a team member or someone that you have to work directly with, then you're experiencing that person's energy and they're experiencing yours. So it can also make 
a job situation very unhappy and very unhealthy when you aren't aware of, of what's going on inside yourself. Okay, we are going to take another break. When we come back, what are we going to talk about when we come back? When we come back, um, we're going to talk about how to get real with yourself because sometimes it's not about, hey, just change. Go out there and change. I mean, that's easier said than done. It's like, well, how do I, I change it? So we're going to talk about what you can do. Um, the very first step. So make sure you come back to get that. And again, if you're listening live, call in 1-800-930-2819. If you have a pet problem or if what's going on outside of you is a little overwhelming, figure out what's going on with you on the inside. We'll see you after the break. Are you meeting your sales goals? Or maybe your business plan could use a dose of the divine. Tune in to Divinely Driven Results with faith-based business coach Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Coach Elise Smith helps listeners get unstuck from their business plateau and become empowered through divine guidance. Build up belief in yourself and your dreams and learn business strategies that work for you for real lasting results. Learn more by visiting www. .divinelydrivenresults.com. Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares practical tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you learn to live your best life. Live the good life, connecting your physical and spiritual self with Sabrina Wright every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to the show Heart Change Consciousness with me, Dr. Trish DeRocher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations with your favorite authors, change makers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show, Heart Change Consciousness, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to TransformationRadio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.sharonmartinmd.com. 
and welcome back. So we're going to talk about the concept of getting real with yourself in this segment. And then I'm going to talk about my cat peeing problem and I'm going to let Ginny work her mojo so that she can tell me what the hell is going on on the inside because my cat is peeing everywhere. And if you have an animal that is peeing everywhere or kids that are driving you crazy, please uh, call in 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to talk to you or you can Facebook chat us as well if you're watching this live on the Transformation Talk Radio Facebook page. All right, so what does it mean when we say just get real with yourself? So... The biggest key about that is in our lives that are stressful. And Life's not a box of chocolates? Sadly, no. The key to that, though, is acknowledging it. You know, and so often I think we think we're doing okay at that, but really we're still wrestling with things. And when we are kind of rejecting the situation on the inside, that's part of what puts out that energy towards the outside that makes it so chaotic. So All you're your denial, are you talking about when you say rejecting, like denial? Well, not just denial, but when we're just not okay with the fact that we're going through some crap, you know, okay. like I was going through a really hard move a couple years ago. That was a really bad situation. It wasn't fun. We didn't want to have to move. And I had a lot to deal with. I had to move a whole farm, which is ridiculous. So, you know, but when we're not just okay with that fact. With horses, it's really, it's, it's kind of an easy, even easier example. I've, I've dealt with horses for a long time. And every now and then, when I'm introducing someone new to a horse, you know, the horse might be with me and they, they might be really antsy and like dancing around and they can't stand still. And, you know, I might look at that person like, are you afraid? And I can generally tell whether someone's telling me the truth. You know, this is kind of like that fine thing earlier. Like I can generally tell if someone's really honest about how they're feeling. The minute the person says, yes, I'm scared, that horse generally settles down. So it's when we're not being, you can call it being congruent. When we're not being congruent, when we're trying to say on the outside that we're feeling one way, when it's really feeling another way on the inside, that's when we sort of have a mismatch in the energy. And that's when it gets all, all messed up. Like animals can't do that. You know, they, they are how they are. And you, they're, they're straight up and honest about that. So when we sort of start sending mixed signals that's when it gets pretty messy. And that's when the outside world starts throwing stuff back at us, you know, like the dog peeing, the cat peeing, things that happen on the, on the outside that start coming back to us because we're sending all these, these mixed signals. You know, that doesn't mean that, you know, every stranger on the street, you need to like dump your life story on. But, you know, as an internal thing, we need to be okay and honest with ourselves about how we're really feeling. You know, and our pets and the, the important people in our lives. Like, that's what helps keep that sort of chaotic dissonance from happening. I like that because it's not about trying to keep a perfect life. I think some people confuse 
the idea of not keeping stuff like and their trash can, not being negative as, oh, my life has to be perfect and there can never be problems so that I don't have any of this negative energy inside of me. And that's not really what it's about because our life is not going to be perfect. There's going to be challenges. We are going to have to move. We're going to get new pets that are trying to work their own pecking order out. Um, you know, we're going to wake up and have a flat tire one day or we get laid off. I mean, there's so many things out of our control. I mean, even just like political stuff that we don't have control over. So our lives are not going to be perfect. It's about knowing what's going on with yourself and acknowledging it and being okay with, you know, I feel really crappy. Um, or I, I feel depressed because this is happening, you know, and that's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to sit with this and I'm going to acknowledge it, but I'm, I'm not going to hold it in and like try and stuff it in my trash can. I am going to release it, talk to somebody about it, get help, you know, read a book, do some meditation, something like that to just get it out and, or be okay for where you are right at that moment. Yeah. And this is, this is a great time to just talk to your pet. Like, you know, I know most, I've always talked to pets forever, even when I didn't know I could hear them. Um, so get it out from the heart. Like whatever's on your heart is going to help get that situation sort of out in the open and acknowledge whatever's happening. So, you know, just have conversations with your pet. You know, today was a really crappy day at work. You know, my boss is stressing me out. If you don't feel comfortable sort of talking out loud, you can journal, you know, you can write it down, like write a letter to your pet. Like they will understand that energy and the release that it gives you will help get things back in line. You don't have to change it. Some things can't be changed. You know, our move situation was over three months long. There was nothing I could do about that. We just had to go through it. So, you know, when you, you can't just make it happy, there's no way to do that. So it's just important to experience it and to acknowledge that that is the experience. It won't last forever. Nothing lasts forever. Change is the only permanent thing in the universe, you know? So you'll get through it. It will change, but just being real about it. That's the key. So I had a conversation this morning with our new little Ebby and I said, Ebby, why are you peeing everywhere? There's nothing wrong with you. And you get more attention than any other cat in this house. So why are you so upset? We have a new little baby. You know, when, when we adopt, so you know this, but just for those of you listening, um, 2020 was a miserable year for, for so many reasons, but we had three cats that we put down. Two were ours that were elder, more, I get, well, not elderly, but older with issues. And then we got our elderly neighbor's cat. And of course we have that cat for six months and then she gets sick and she's 12 and we have to put her down. So anyway, we have some new babies in the house and I typically adopt more like mid range, like age cats, like, you know, four or five, but we ended up with this 11 month old little whippersnapper. She's an all black cat. We call her Ebby and she's like a little spitfire. She is like the boss of everybody and her way is the best way. I mean, she is like ruling princess and she's this tiny little thing. And she's like, don't mess with me to the two boy cats. Well, everything was hunky dory for, um, 
it, you know, she, she does that like right in front of me and just like pees on the floor. So every day for about five days now, she has been peeing. I've tried like more litter boxes, tried changing them. I took her to the vet $300 later. The vet's like, oh, there's nothing wrong with her. She's a healthy little kitten. I'm like, it's behavioral. I'm like, fan freaking tastic. Um, so <laughs> since we're here, and uh, you are taking, I'm, I'm calling in. Hello, help me. My cat is peeing everywhere. So maybe you can give me a little uh, heads up as to, to what to do with our little fiery one. Yeah, so you did the right thing. The first thing that I always recommend to people is get, get the pets checked by the vet. Um, and I have even had situations, I will say, where I have said that after someone has gotten a check and they said the pet was clear and they go back and check again and it turns out the pet wasn't clear so you know like but that that veterinarian you know making sure that there's literally nothing wrong you know is kind of the first step oh um, let, let me tell you i had to collect a urine sample and talk about like having to collect a urine sample from a cat. I'm like, how the hell do you even do that? Um, and like, I collect poop samples. I mean, we went all out. It was really gross. But just so you know, the pain that I went through for this little animal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's the first place to start. Um, always the first place to start. Cats can be super tricky because they are super sensitive. Um, and they do tend to be bossy. So they're very clear generally. And I know some of your, your past cats <laughs> were very clear about their opinions on things. And what's funny to me about cats is that sometimes they can literally be pissed off. <laughs> like, like peeing issues sometimes are literally, they're pissed off about something. Um, you've tried a lot of the things that I would also suggest again, because cats are really sensitive and, um, super clean litter boxes and making sure you have enough litter boxes for multiple cats are like basic things that you can always do when you're dealing with cats. We have four yeah. freaking litter boxes. We've invested in litter boxes. Let me tell you varying sizes too. Four. Yeah. Four. Yeah, and cats are so funny because some of them are super particular about litter box size or litter type or weird things like that. So if you can rule out sort of the physical stuff, then that's that's the way to begin. That's kind of where I always begin with anything like that. Um, so from there, you got to start looking at the dynamics between, you know, her and other cats in the house and... Um, and or any other people in the house. And like, that's where the relationship dynamics start coming into play. And like, is there anything going on that could be stressful? Like, is there an events, you know, a work event? Are people, is someone in the house leaving and then coming back or not leaving and coming back? Has a routine changed? Like, these are all of these kind of questions that you have to go through to start sort of picking apart what's going on. And of course, I always recommend whenever I do work with clients, I generally start with the intuitive part with the animal connection, because I want to know what's that animal's opinion. 
of the situation? What is their opinion of their life? And how do they perceive everything that goes on in their life and their, and their, like their life, their relationships, you know, who do they like in the house? Who's their favorite? What do they like to do? Um, doing that does a couple things. Number one, it gives me a lot of information, but number two, it also gives the animal a chance to be heard and be witnessed. And like, that's really what all of us want, right? Like we all want to be witnessed, you know, for who we are and seen for exactly where we are in our life. And so that kind of fills in a, a gap for the, the pets, because from the pet's perspective, you have to think like if you as the owner are going out of your way to hire me, that pet is like, wow, they care enough about me to actually you know, find somebody that can talk to me. Most pets are kind of excited, like when I connect with them. So, you know, that doing an actual full intuitive session gives the pet a chance to like air out their dirty laundry and like whatever they're feeling around a situation. And then from there, that's when we can start like teasing out like, okay, is there something they're not happy about? Do they not like their food? Do they not like the bowl over here? You know, are they irritated because somebody else is doing sleeping in their spot? You know, like what have they sort of perceived going on in the situation that um, might be bothering them? Yeah, and it's hard for me to think of what changed. You know, uh, the vet was asking me, oh, you know, have you have you traveled? Has anything been different? I'm like, no, this is COVID time. We don't do anything except work from home and go to the grocery store for like our weekly date outing. It's really sad and pathetic. <laughs> like we don't, we don't, you know, do anything. We haven't had visitors. Um, so it, it's just been interesting to see that, you know, things to, for us, our perception is that it, that things are normal, um, but we really don't know, you know, what's going on with her. And what you say is accurate because uh, you worked with uh, Babbles, with our Babbles before who has since passed and like he would get pissed and he would just poop randomly. So I'd be like, Ginny Babs is pooping. Why is he pooping about? And one time we had um, uh, my my husband's son, um, his, his ex came and stayed at our, our condo while we went out of town to take care of, of his son. And Babs did not like that, even though like he's met um, my husband's ex before and like seems to be fine with her. He was like pissed off and he was like pooping all over everything. And I mean, you know, you, you've actually been able to give me some interesting insights as to what's going on with my animal. Um, so tell me. All right. So so pull a car. See if it see if it's my energy. Okay, pull a card and tell me if there's anything going on within me that is impacting her. So I am, uh, I don't know if anybody, if anybody wants to know, but I'm pulling from um, Kim Cran's Wild Unknown Animal Spirit deck. I love this deck. It's kind of a, um, it's a pretty intense deck, which is kind of fun. Um, but let's see what kind of an animal message we get around this situation here. Yeah, cats are funny too. I mean, all animals in general, their behavior is the only way they have to communicate with us. You know, like they aren't going to wake up and tell you like, okay, so I'm mad. The Giovanni was over there in my spot and then you moved and you didn't pet me three times precisely. Like they can't communicate that way. So we have to look at their behavior objectively. And it really isn't personal per se. Um, 
but yeah, they, they have to be able to communicate. So interestingly enough, I just drew the fish card for you. So let's I don't know see. what the fish means. I know tarot, but there's no fish. Yeah. This is a fun deck because it's all animals. Um, let me see if I can find our fish here real quick. Oh, wait, there's some water. Fish, water, water, intuitiveness. Um, I'm in the right section, hang on here. There it is. Uh, restlessness, change of focus and lost in the currents are the themes. Um, the fish loves to be subsumed in life's current. Nothing pleases it more than movement, movement, and more movement. The roaming lifestyle of the fish may be exhilarating for a while, but usually leads to weariness and slippery relationships. With all the possibilities out there in the vast waters, the fish becomes lost without clear goals and intentions. Sometime, spend some time with the lunar forces, dear fish, as the peace and calm of the moon will soothe your soul. So when in balance, the fish is adaptable and travels well. When out of balance, they are distracted and changes their mind often. To bring into balance is to set a small goal and accomplish it. Hmm. So does that resonate at all to start with? I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that because I feel like, you know, starting this month, I've been more organized and focused than like I've ever been and you know, even like creating a schedule for myself, like having routine. Um, I, I don't feel like I am unfocused. Let me ask you, is there a delayed response with animals? Because for example, uh, back in November, like a couple weeks after we got her, I had to uh, go to Miami. My father fell and was in the hospital. I had to go to Miami and then I was back again in December. So I was kind of away a lot, but I've been home for several weeks. Um, it's not like this was going on while I was away. Ooh, maybe she doesn't like, maybe I came home and she's like, oh damn, that woman came home. <laughs> so the thing that I, that kind of strikes me about that is that if this doesn't resonate technically with you, then the other thing you can look at is would it be beneficial for you to create more routine with her? Like, could it help to have more structure with her, like either feeding time or um, like a feeding time ritual or a playtime ritual or even cuddles, like something specific to set aside that is um, a little more structured for her. Cats do like routine and routine is a double-edged sword. It can be really beneficial, but it can also be, um, you can stagnate, you know, with too much routine. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, clearly if you were away and then came back home, the routine was disrupted. And, um, you know, then just the pandemic in general has kind of changed a lot of things. So, um, you know, it might be worth exploring what happens if you add a little more structure into time with her or consistency at least you know, to see if, if a routine, you know, something that's dedicated to her, she's obviously one of a couple, you know, and so something that's dedicated to her that might help to settle her down a little bit. She's obviously the princess type. Um, you, you and I have connected with your cats long enough to know that some of them, some of them are like that. Uh, Babbles is definitely the king type. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so, so having something that's dedicated to her might help in that situation a little bit isn't it the so. adage i've always heard is uh what is it dogs have masters cats have staff oh. yes. 
I like that. <laughs> well, she's a princess. There you go. All of our girls have been princesses. I mean, it's amazing. It's it like flows. they it's perfect. are just in charge <laughs> and they push the boys around. But like that, dogs have masters. Yeah, no kidding. Right? I'm freaking like the servant here. I'm servant girl. Oh my gosh. I'm the servant girl. Ha ha. <laughs> Yes. So that is true. And cats, um, I've also discovered that cats can kind of be passive aggressive in a way that dogs don't, which I think is where some of that like peeing and stuff can come from was like they, they'll sort of go about things in a little bit of a different way than dogs are pretty much open books. Like they're, they're pretty clear, but cats, you know, will, will like do things in a subtle level. So it makes it a little trickier, but yeah, some routine for her might, uh, might help her a little bit. <laughs> No kidding. All right. Well, I, I will give it my best. Um, if not, I will just shoot you a message and be like, hey, tell me what this chick is, is saying. Um, all right. So just to wrap things up, we only got about a minute and a half left. Uh, for those of you listening, if your outer world is chaotic, if your pets are acting up, your kids are acting up, if it seems like a lot of things are breaking or there's a lot of drama going on, Look at what's going on on the inside. Are you being honest with yourself? Are you recognizing what kind of negativity you're experiencing that you might be holding on to and not releasing or that you just aren't being okay and sitting with? So give yourself that space and time to do that. And just by acknowledging yourself, then you can maybe make some adjustments to help what's going on around you. All right, uh, Ginny, real quick, tell people how they can find you if they want more information. Sure, so I'm on the web, Soul Pet Connections, connections with an S.com. And then I also have a Facebook group. We're running a really cool event coming up in a couple of weeks, dealing with pet challenges, specifically around like this whole situation. So come join me on Facebook. It's Facebook groups, um, Soul Pet Connections, same thing together. Again, all together, no spaces and an S on connections. All right, very good. Well, thanks for joining me today for this wonderful conversation about our inner energy and our furry friends. I really appreciate you being here. You've been listening to Coffee with the Universe with Laura Goldstein. Thank you for taking a break and giving yourself this time in joining Laura for Coffee with the Universe. Knowing yourself and listening to your inner guidance are the first steps to creating more joy, fulfillment, abundance, and peace. Make sure to come back next time on TransformationTalkRadio.com to do more live card polls, share tips, and ideas to help you let go of things that are no longer working so that you can truly be yourself. If you'd like more information or to set up a Being Doing guidance session with Lore, please visit LoreGoldstein.com. That's LoreGoldstein.com. Don't forget next time, visit with Lore on TransformationTalkRadio.com.